The One Micronesia Podcast is brought to you by Docomo Pacific. Better together. Hafere, Mogisin, and Kasselelie, and welcome to another episode of the One Micronesia Podcast. Now, in this episode, I was like, you know what? I have to. I got to reach out to her because she's doing an amazing thing. I thought she was doing one or two amazing things in Hawaii. But no, to find out later on in an interview that we had before this interview, she does way more than just one. She does a lot. And we're going to talk about the different things that she does. And I was like, you know what? Perfect. Because I have four sections in my interview. And we're going to definitely fill up each section with the different things that you do. We're going to try because you do so much for the community out there in Hawaii, especially the Kofa uh, community out there in Hawaii. And we have to talk about it because we have to highlight the amazing things uh, that you do. Uh, um, and I know you, you talked about so many other um, of your friends who are from the FSM or Kofa uh, states that are doing amazing things as well. And, you know, we'll, I'm going to get to them. Don't worry. I'm taking this one by one, episode by episode. But I, this episode is for you. So, ladies and gentlemen, with me on the podcast today, uh, from the beautiful uh, island of Ponape, I do have with me the set of pain herself, Caroline uh, Carl, who is a biochemist, a storyteller, a poet, and a healer. Yes, all of that. So, Caroline, I'm so sorry to about the big intro, but you do deserve a big intro. So, Caroline, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Casarelia, I just, I just want to emphasize that um, I don't represent myself. I represent an entire community that, that does the work. Um, and I'm just one piece of many that do all of the things that you just described. And I really appreciate this opportunity. Awesome. And, you know, let's start there. Um, tell us more about you. Home for me is the beautiful island of Bay in the Federated States of Micronesia. Um, I currently work and live in Kalihi, one of probably the last working class communities in urban Honolulu on the island of Oahu um, in the kingdom of Hawaii. I work at Kukua Kalihi Valley Comprehensive Family Services um, as a grant writer I graduated from UH Ma'anoa with my Bachelor of Science in Biochemistry. And inside and outside of work, my community work revolves around Micronesian youth and Micronesian women. But my avenue into this work was mental health in Micronesian men in low-income communities. You mentioned something that kind of got me, and I think that people should know. So talk about the story of how you discovered your love for the island of Pompeii. My journey begins with my parents. Um, they were attending school in Hawaii when they got pregnant with me. And unlike other Kofa migrants, my parents decided to fly back to Pompeii to actually um, give birth to me. So from birth, they guaranteed that I, I knew exactly where I was from, right? Um, and then before I turned two years old, we came back to Hawaii. And so I have always grown up back and forth between Bay and Hawaii. Um, I have lived, I'm 26. Of those years, I've spent 17 in Hawaii and the other nine in Bay. Um, but I've only lived in Bay like consecutively 
for seven or eight years. Um, and so because of that, when we had moved back to Buenpe when I was about 11 or 12 in 2007, um, I was always known as like the girl from Hawaii. And when people would ask me, I would say I was from Hawaii because, you know, um, my childhood being rooted in Hawaii, for me, I just, I couldn't claim Pompe because I didn't, I didn't know what Pompe was, right? I would go there for like summers and Christmases and I could kind of speak the language. Now I'm a lot more fluent because of the time that I lived there, but I knew more, I had more stories in Hawaii than I did in Pompe. And my dad was a conservationist at the time. And I don't know if you've ever hung out with conservationists, but they are some of the most passionate people when it comes to um, the communities and the places that they work in. So I think it was really troubling for my dad that his daughter was telling everyone that he was that she was from Hawaii. And so he put me on a path with a lot of mentors who were all conservationists um, and who were all really passionate about Bompe. And one of the main ones was um, Bill Rayner, actually. Um, whenever they would go to the ruins or the sites like Nanmantol or the waterfalls or the petroglyphs, they always told the stories. It would always be the origin stories of like what happened here during the Stoutalor dynasty or who were, what stories were connected to these specific pieces of land and how that made these spaces sacred. So for me, being able to spend time in these places while hearing the stories about those places, <clears throat> I was able to learn the beauty of Buenpe, right? The beauty of the land and the ocean. And then from there, I could begin to see myself as an extension of that beauty and as a Buenpean, which is really significant for a Kofa migrant who spent a lot of her life in Hawaii. It, it was such an amazing story for me to hear. I heard of that part of it. And I think to me, that's where, you know, when you talk about an origin story, that was yeah, your, your origin story of how you, 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 you found love for Ponape and your roots. And, you know, that kind of moved you forward to, you know, to, to the things that you, you're doing now. So that's, I, that's beautiful. And, you know, when we come, we're going to take a break, Caroline, but when we come back, we're going to get into the work that you do because your origin story is, is the reason why you're doing the things that you're doing now. So we're going to talk about what you do out there in, in Hawaii, uh, all that's coming up in just a little bit. We're going to take a break guys. It's the one Micronesia podcast. It's, it's being brought to you by Docomo Pacific. It's better together. It only 
only gets better with more. Customize and save with the fastest internet speeds in the Marianas by adding mobile, phone, and TV to your bundle with Business Bundles Plus. Docomo Pacific Business. Work better together. For the different beats of your life, we're here to keep you connected the way you want it. Plans made for you, by you. Build your own bundle with Link. Select the internet, entertainment, mobile, and home phone plans that fit your lifestyle. Pay for what you want, not for what you don't. Build your own bundle and save with Link. Hafadeh, Mogazine, and Casadelier, and welcome back to the One Micronesia Podcast. Man, what a story. Caroline, her origin story, how she fell in love with Pompey and her roots. And this is where things get interesting because she took all of that and she, she studied, she graduated, and then she went on to do things, uh, do amazing things for um, the community, especially for Kofa youth. So Caroline, tell us more about what you do. Um, so in 2017, um, I started to go back into community work while I was still studying at UH Manoa. And um, the first program, the first youth program that actually started working with, um, or that I was actually um, a fellow in was uh, Cave Vibe, the Kalihi Valley Instructional Bike Exchange. And in this transformative space that is in Kalihi, um, we do what's called popular education um, with emphasis on place-based identity and liberation pedagogy um, using stories and experiences to reconnect youth both to their identities as immigrants but also to their identities as people who now call Hawaii and Kalihi home. Um, and so through that work, I've been able to witness the social biographies of so many great young Micronesians. Um, social biography in this program is what we define as the social context of my life and my life as a transformer of the social context. So understanding who you are, where you are, socioeconomic status, all of these different ranges and multiplicities of identities, and then, and then brooding that to place um, with, with a huge emphasis on cultural identity. Um, and then from there, now I've, I've, now in the work that I do, um, with youth and with women and in my writing, I incorporate a lot of the things that that were developed in that program. And um, I still work with that program when I can. Obviously, um, I love the program so much. Now I work as a as a grant writer for KKV and I'm back here. So let's talk about little programs that you guys have, maybe one or two. A lot of the programming that happens at KKV, whether it's in our youth services, medical, or any of the other programs we have, we always start off with um, an aloha circle or a culture circle. And in these circles, it's basically just a check-in to always root ourselves, right, before we go about our days or 
our programming. And we always bring three names, name, home, ancestor. So when I had started off in this program, a lot of the times, um, my being one, one of the first um, college students um, to be a part of this program and then to be a Micronesian woman also in this program. Um, it, it was really interesting to begin to dive into um, the privileges I had compared to these kids who have grown up um, in Kalihi. And I had no hesitation always naming Point Bay as home, right? I will tell everyone that home for me is the beautiful island of Point Bay in the Federated States of Micronesia. But that's because I, at, at this point, I've known Point Bay. Um, for a lot of these youth, whenever they name home, it's usually Kalihi. And so there was this one event that I had invited some of um, my UH friends to, and it was a movie night. And we did our circle. And um, that night, my mentor decided to start the circle with us, the college students. And my friends were, are from Chuuk, Palau, all of these different regions in Micronesia. And so as the circle began, it was a lot of Kasalelia, home for me is Bonpe, or Ali, home for me is Palau. And for the first time in the months that I had been with the program, when it got to the young boys, I heard them actually name parts of Micronesia as home, whether that was home for me is Chuuk or a specific part of Chuuk, home for me is Palau, the likes. And that was so transformative for me because in that moment, like I saw firsthand that if they saw representation and they felt and they heard people proudly name home as places in Micronesia, then they didn't hesitate to do that as well. So amazing job to you and to the organization for keeping up with, with, with the youth and, and really giving them back their identity. And I think for the longest time, I think that's what Hawaii has been missing is Kofa citizens denying their identity just so they can fit in and not get scrutinized or hated. And I think what you guys are doing is giving back that identity to the youth and say, hey, it's okay to be from Chuk. It's okay to be from Yap. And you guys, like I said, are this generation are moving this generation towards a, a, a new beginning. And I think that is what we need for all of Micronesia. So thank you. We're gonna take a break and we'll be back. You're watching the One Micronesia podcast. It's being brought to you by Dokomo Pacific. It's better together. gets better with more. Customize and save with the fastest internet speeds in the Marianas by adding mobile, phone, and TV to your bundle with Business Bundles Plus. Docomo Pacific Business. Work better together. 
for the different beats of your life, we're here to keep you connected the way you want it. Plans made for you, by you. Build your own bundle with Link. Select the internet, entertainment, mobile, and home phone plans that fit your lifestyle. Pay for what you want, not for what you don't. Build your own bundle and save with Link. Halfaday, Mogasin, and Casalelia. We're back here with Carol Ann. And wow, what a story. All right. Let's, let's keep this going because like I said, this is a part that really kind of highlights all her work and it's taking all her work and it's showcase and, and showcasing it to, to everybody it's to, to pretty much say that, Hey, this is an amazing woman who is doing so much for her community and not, and for everybody else who is living in Hawaii. So ladies and gentlemen, Carol Ann, Lady Pacifica is putting you on their cover. What was it like getting the call? So when um, Talua, the, the creator and the beautiful mind, behind what is Lady Pacifica. When she had reached out to me, first she had said that she wanted to feature me in Lady Pacifica. And I was so shocked. Um, never in my wildest dreams did I think I would be in a magazine. Not even in the peripheries of my dreams did I think that this was a possibility. Like, it just didn't exist there. Um, and then she told me that after I had accepted, then she told me that she actually wanted to feature me as their cover girl. And then and then I was just like, oh, my gosh, not even ever, ever, ever. <laughs> um, and I think one of the big things that contributed to it was growing up, I was never a magazine person. Right. Mm -hmm. Um just like growing up, I wasn't a poetry person per se. Um, and then before this had happened, one of my mentors, Dr. Mary Therese Perez Hattori, had given me a copy, um, the most recent copy of Lady Pacifica as a gift. And I had it for a couple of months before I finally decided to like go through it. Because once again, I, I wasn't really a magazine reading type of person. And then I did read it. And I fell in love with it so much. It dawned on me that it wasn't that I wasn't a magazine person. It's just that I'd never seen myself in magazines. Um, so to be able to go through those stories and see the people in it. Um, and just like our youth see that type of representation. And then it dawned on me that probably a lot of things I grew up thinking I didn't like was just because I didn't see myself in it. Um, so this, this new journey and this, this feature in Lady Pacifica is something that I, I could never even imagine. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity. What does this mean to you? Um, our warrior cover girl shares her, her perspectives on the post-colonial world through her eyes as a post-colonial Ponapain girl. That line actually comes from my blog, Gorwar. It's, it's the tagline when you go onto the blog. And um, that blog I started in 2018, um, started blogging about the origin stories, but understanding 
the sacredness behind origin stories, the the purpose behind Kawarwar wasn't just to share stories, right? Um, because traditionally, you don't just share stories. Stories are earned. The ways that that we exchange knowledge are not extractive and, and no one can ask for stories. Um, you have to spend time with people so that these stories can be shared. So Kawarwar was my way of taking that practice of origin stories and using it as an application or a lens to see the world through. Um, so the stories I share on there are usually incomplete and a lot of the, the details um, aren't always completely there, which is um, rooted in, 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 in methodologies of Bonpian storytelling. Um, but the stories describe or, or try to describe ways that we can use those interpretations of history to kind of navigate our present and navigate our future responsibly, um, honoring our histories and our stories and our identities as a community in this world that's so fast paced that we're on the verge of being left behind. Wow, that's beautiful. Guys, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, it's the last part. Uh, we're pretty much going to close out here with Carol Ann. We'll be back. It's the One Micronesia Podcast brought to you by Docomo Pacific. It's better together. Gets better with more. Customize and save with the fastest internet speeds in the Marianas by adding mobile, phone, and TV to your bundle with Business Bundles Plus. Docomo Pacific Business. Work better together. For the different beats of your life, we're here to keep you connected the way you want it. Plans made for you by you. Build your own bundle with Link. Select the internet, entertainment, mobile, and home phone plans that fit your lifestyle. Pay for what you want, not for what you don't. Build your own bundle and save with Link. Half a day, Moisin and Casalilie. And we're back with the last part here with Carol Ann. Now, before we get to the messages and the social media, so that way you guys can follow her amazing journey, the ultimate goal for Carol Ann, and I think I've, I've never asked anybody this, because, but for you and seeing what you have done through your journey, uh, I think it, it, it's, it's told me that it kind of given me an idea that you have an ultimate goal. You're working towards something. And of course, we all have that, right? But what is Carol Ann's ultimate goal? My ultimate goal is to create or curate a learning space, whether that's a clinic like KKB or an actual school in Bon Bay, but one that centers um, indigenous knowledge and uses um, Bon Bay and origin stories um, as, as a method of learning and, and as the backbone to a curriculum to really raise um, new generations of 
brilliant minds rooted in Point B. Carol Ann, message to your family, your friends, and your supporters. So um, this poem I dedicate to, let me try that again without the sound of the chair creaking. This poem is called Aikel, or um, If I Have Courage. And it's dedicated to the Micronesian community, whether you're back home or in the diaspora. Actually, to be honest, it's, it's to Pacifica and to everything that it encompasses. It's, it pays homage to the elders um, in my life or the people that have come before me whose work and whose community work has really laid the path for what I've done today. Echoes of Oceania blend into my essence, the ocean shaping the island that is me. Can you feel the magma that is my ancestors, candescent, folding, molding, lifting, birthing me out of the sea? If I have seen further, it is by standing on the shoulders of giants, people who sweat and cry salt water in defiance moving with utmost intention we were never drifters we are navigators if i have courage it is because i have faith in the knowledge of my ancestors anthems of women shaking foreign ground speaking singing chanting with breath that vibrates from powerful ancient sounds. Silent warriors, windblowers of languages, songs, and chants that drum to the beating of island waves whose written words make me proud of my Uros and Bonte. If I have courage, it is because I have faith in our elders. If I have courage, it is because I have faith in our youth. If I have courage, it is because I have faith in our brothers and sisters. If I have courage, it is because I stand on the lava flow of shoulders that is all of you. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Carol Ann, who is all the way out in Hawaii, but also represents Micronesia. He takes it with her every single day. And Carol, thank you so much. Um, before we go, if you want, where can people follow your journey? My Instagram is probably the best place to do it. Um, it's at Carol Ann or Karalan, the Point Bay pronunciation of my name. Um, or you could also follow my blog, kowarwar.wordpress.com. All right. There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, she's a biochemist. She's a storyteller. She's a poet. She's a healer. She's a grant writer. She's everything. All right. Thank you so much, Carol Ann, for the time that you've given us on the podcast today. It was such an amazing time to, to learn about your story. And I hope the people watching right now do know what you've been through and what what's what's made you who you are today and what how you're giving back to the community, especially our Kofa youth out there in Hawaii who need a role model. And you and many others out there in Hawaii are doing just that and giving them, uh, 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 like I said, we talked about this, giving them a star.
to 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 look at a star to to lead them to find their identity a star to lead them to to finding their roots and you guys are just that so carol ann you and and everybody out there in hawaii uh who is are doing uh just what you're doing and to, to helping our community thank you so much and that pretty much concludes another episode of the one micronesia podcast my name is victorious and i will see you on the next one the One Micronesia Podcast is brought to you by Docomo Pacific. Better together.